Hi, friends. It's Andrea here with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. I met Alicia through a podcasting boot camp recently. She's starting a podcast to tell more about her story of weight loss and her journey. And so much of the story that she shared with me, I wanted to bring to you guys, because I think that many of you can relate to much of what she talks about and sort of the ups and downs along her journey. And I really appreciate Alicia for being so open and vulnerable in discussing this with us. Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. So I think going back from childhood, I think I've always kind of used food to comfort me. I kind of remember just have a lot of memories tied to food. Once I started to date my husband, then I started to put on weight. And that was about in my senior year of high school. So we started dating in high school. I was 16, about 17. I started putting on weight a little bit and I never really got a grasp on it. I always just gained and then I would try to lose and I would gain and then I would try to lose and I would gain. And um, I just kind of felt like... It's like, it feels like it's a really long story. (laughs) Alicia talks about emotional eating, likely as a result of having to feel like she is perfect. We need to remember that there's no such thing as perfect, but as girls, we're often socialized to think that. And often that belief exhibits as an unhealthy relationship with food. I also want to point out how we're typically not aware of this until we're much older and after years of pain, shame, and struggle. I was a performer when I was young. I was in plays. I'm a singer. So I was always on stage and the weight really brought a lot of shame to me. And so my mindset was like, if I could just lose weight, then you know, everything would be okay. And I remember trying to, you know, go to the gym and exercise more calories than I was eating and just nothing. I could never really figure out how to lose weight. And now looking back, I know it's because I was emotionally eating, I was restricting and I wasn't really dealing with a lot of things that I'm seeing now. So as I'm looking back, I can kind of see kind of the 
signs, I guess, <laughs> of emotionally not allowing myself to make mistakes, be angry. Um, I, I always wanted to be perfect, all these things. So as I got married, my marriage has been very hard, very toxic. And I think that played a lot into it also, just because I, I've always had like a lot of love and acceptance from everyone around me. And there's like a big issue with that too. I'll be talking about it on my podcast, but my connection to my dad was so strong that I had a hard time letting go of my dad and and going on to my husband, if that makes sense. So it caused a lot of resentment. There's a lot of things, but my husband's an amazing man. We just got married so young and there was going to say, you guys were really young when you started, when you were first together. Yes. We were just so young and we just didn't know any different. That's kind of the before, but what's really led me here to this podcast is in 2017, I just was sick of being heavy. I was over 300 pounds and I I went on YouTube. I, I just got some energy work and I felt like, okay, I am ready to do whatever it takes to lose this weight. So I ordered Isogenics and I documented my weight loss for nine, 10 months, almost every day on my YouTube channel. And then my husband, as I got better, I was like so excited. I felt like if you saw my YouTube channel, you would see, you know, every day I was just like, I know this is just so great. I know I'm never going to go back. I just feel like a miracle happened to me. I feel like I don't even know how I was able to lose this weight, but I was ready. I was ready to do it. And I didn't have hardly any hiccups, which is really weird when you're on a weight loss plan. I was just like, I just have the answers and, and right, just right. for me. You, and you I have the mad, you had the magic. Yeah. Yes. Something happened in me that I was just ready. Then at that time I wanted to be a life or a life coach and a health coach. And I'm like, I want to help other people know how to do this too. But the problem is I didn't really know how I did it. I was like, I just had this mind shift and I don't really know how I created that. Okay. So I started in February and then in December, January. So of 2000, I think 2017, 2018, or maybe 19, 18, 19. I don't know. My husband started having suicidal thoughts. So as I got better, he kind of felt like he was holding me back and he felt I don't know, just we had this way of being, we were really codependent on each other and just was hard on him for some reason. Like he could see that I was doing it and he was proud of me, but he also like had, it was hard for him. So, and then not only that, but he was also had a business that is, was always struggling. So there's other things too, but so him having mental health problems scared me. And he actually got prescribed a medication that he was previously addicted to. And we had gone, oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. We had gone through this battle for years in, in the past. Maybe he had just, it had been five or six years before that. And I just was so scared. I was so scared to have that happen again for him to, it was Adderall and I just couldn't stop eating cookies. I, And I knew what was happening, but I also wanted to be loyal to my husband. He's given me permission to talk about it now, but 
Yeah. I couldn't tell a soul about this. So I had to be very secretive about it and it was killing me inside. So So it's almost like you were back to your younger days when you didn't feel like you could emotionally tell people what was going on and you had to be perfect. And now here's another situation where you're having all this going on, but you don't have the freedom to express it and share and get the support and things like that. So it's sort of like a replay of, of another time of your life. So true. I never really put that together, but yes. So in, if you go to my YouTube channel, you'll see where I started to fall and I just would cry and I'm, I tried so hard to get back up and I just couldn't do it. And I felt so much shame and embarrassment as I got heavier. I felt so embarrassed and so ashamed. And I just didn't want anyone to see me anymore. And I'm really social. And so it was killing me inside. And I got to a point where I was, I w- I've never been in, in a suicidal depression, but just in a depression enough that I didn't want to even be bothered by my kids, which they're like everything to me. <laughs> I love being oh my alive. goodness. Wow. So it was one of those points where I was like, there is, this is, it just was so sad, but I really internalized the fact that, so I gained all of that weight back and was in hiding. And then the quarantine all happened and everything. And I just couldn't get myself to lose weight again. And I, and I kept thinking that that was my answer. If I could just get on a diet and start losing weight again, but I was so scared. I was so scared. What was scary this time? I was scared of feeling that hope again and feeling like I was going to change my life just to have it taken away from me. I didn't step into my power. I was just scared. And so it brought me to this place where I'm like, I want to find out there's got to be another way. There has to be a way for me to get healthy and not go back and forth and back and forth and not have to be scared about it. Alicia's frustrations with traditional diets have brought her to a place where she knows she has to take a different approach. And I started doing a class that was more uh, mindfulness and learning how to listen to ourselves, learning how to forgive ourselves, learning how to breathe. It has literally changed my life. So I just barely finished this 12-week course. And I feel like I'm just a new person because I uh, didn't allow myself to love myself as I looked like this. I felt like if I loved myself, that I was accepting this and I didn't want to be this. I don't want to be 300 pounds. But what I'm learning is the fact that I I'm not taking responsibility for the fact that this is where I am. I am 300 pounds. I, that is the truth. And I need to accept it so that I can give myself the love that I need so that I can start taking care of me. But as long as I'm not aligning with truth, my body is going to not be, it's not going to give me the clues that I need Like people talk about intuitive eating 
And I will tell you when I'm in a bad place, my body wants cookies. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's really confusing when you're emotionally in a bad place. You don't get the same clues as you do when you're feeling whole and feeling worthy and feeling connected to yourself. Does that make sense? Oh, a hundred percent. So I know I told you a little bit about what drew me to you. So I've actually been a dietitian for over 25 years and my specialty is weight management. And what I have probably known since I was in my twenties, right when I was starting my career is that we dietitians in our traditional schooling have never been taught the right tools. Mm. And it was just time and time again, giving people that I was working with, like either a meal plan or giving them like tactical things and feeling like a failure as a professional, because people come to you, first of all, they're paying good money, but they're looking to you with so much trust and like, okay, you know what you're talking about. Can you help me? And I would provide information as best I could and be a compassionate ear. But I knew 99% of the time that what I was giving was not enough and it was not, not the answer. And so it got me to look at things out of the box and a little bit differently. And once I started doing that, everything started clicking it started clicking like inside of me, but also with my clients. So I take a very different approach now. I like some people will come to me and they'll say, well, I don't even know where to start. Like you got to give me, I've tried every diet and I will give them some very basic nutrition information. But by the end of our time working together, it's very much like, they are comfortable eating ice cream and enjoying it and not like feeling guilty, beating themselves up about it. They can eat a serving and stop when they are content and full after they've enjoyed what they want, as opposed to, well, I'm going to have ice cream. I better eat the whole quart right now because this is the last time. Right. And so it's like a very, it's a very different approach. And I am literally on a mission to stop the vicious diet cycle. It's once I dove into this, that I knew this was my calling. And I probably knew for a long time. But I that's why I was so drawn to you because you just knew that there was so much more then kind of the surface stuff, like there was all this underlying things that you knew you had to unearth and talk about and manage and deal with in order to eventually get to where you want. And the beautiful thing is, it's really fascinating is that when we're just focusing on these other items and literally paying no attention well, it's hard to say that because all of my clients still 
want to lose weight. But once we're not really focusing on that, they're like, oh, I just went on the scale and I've lost 12 pounds in the last 10 weeks. And I didn't really notice because they weren't working and they weren't striving and they weren't doing all that struggle. And it's sort of like their body kind of resets to a comfortable, a comfortable, healthy place. And so I so appreciate your journey and am really, really like, I just am so grateful how much you're willing to share because you're really like a voice of truth. I can't imagine how many people are going to learn from your story. I really appreciate Alicia telling her story of how she got to a place where she needed to look inside and at what's below the surface. And that's exactly what I love helping women do too. It's where the magic happens. And I can't wait for Alicia's upcoming podcast. It's called Finding Myself Through Obesity. And I certainly will be one that's going to be following along. I'll see you next time. Take care.